0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: Winter's coming. Oh, it's a bit brass out there,
0: isn't it? Yeah. Actually, yeah. it? mm. it's just been spectacularly warm today. It's been quite nice. Oh. Is it? I feel like I mean I probably shouldn't be too happy about that. That's the the, the signs of the end times, isn't it? Oh, it's warm in warm yeah. in winter. Oh no.
2: What global warming. Oh, yeah. yeah it's one. global oh, There it is. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh. Whoops. Oh, damn. Well, it was suitably chilly up here. Of course. It was. Of course. Yeah, yeah what global warming.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's cold in here, in Newcastle. It's fine. Mm. It's we had um we had Prince Charles in Newcastle the other day oh, and I know. Boris Johnson.
0: Wait, both of them? Oh my god, I don't wow. think they were on the same trip,
2: but... Yeah, Boris was, um... Boris has been in Newcastle for something recently. I don't know what it was. But then uh, Prince Charles went on the Metro. Because, <laughs> I don't know if it was the anniversary of, or or something, mm. but... um yeah, I think that was it. Apparently the Queen opened the Metro back when it first... Was opened and uh, he went on what was quoted as being the same carriage as the one she went on, (laughs) which sounds about right that they've still got the same trains from, I don't know, 40 Uh, years ago or whatever it is.
1: Wouldn't be surprised.
2: Yeah.
0: God, imagine just. Some absolute radgies at like Gateshead Stadium, seeing him roll in.
2: <laughs> well, there were a few um, "get off the metro" memes yeah. that people made, yeah. like <laughs> the photo of Charles on the train, and then they just like put a thing against the window of "get off the metro," which will mean nothing to about ninety-eight oh. percent of our listeners. But
0: you need to. Oh, if you, it's 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 like in it, parallel to Michael Jugson in kind mm. of northeastern internet law is. Uh, yeah. Just search, get off the metro now. That's <laughs> it, get it's... off the metro
2: now, yeah. <laughs> it's urgent, you simply must. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, it's, it's a quality bit of northern culture, you really get to breathe it all yeah. in
2: with that. Premium. Just seeing Prince Charles sitting on one of the Horrible metro seats in the in the video <laughs> footage. I thought, like, did they get any special like anti-piss chemical <laughs> to prepare for his no. arrival, or did they just let him, you know, live like the common people?
1: I think legally they're not allowed to tamper with the seat that the Queen sat on. So no. maybe it's the same one, just uncleaned for thirty years. Yes, or however
2: long it's been. Have you ever Still been got on the like... Queen's piss on it? Oh, lovely! <laughs> oh, Queen. Do you, ever, Come on.
0: do you ever go on like a, a school trip as a kid you get one of those like grotty old coaches with like the really horrible mm. seats and if you slap you the you hit seats... them and the dust comes yes. Oh is that it what you to say? Yes!
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you slap them and all the skin come. Oh. <laughs>
0: like 20 years of farts and skin like, just oh, yeah. pillow out. Oh, God. And they've all that got
2: um, ashtrays on the back of the seat in front <laughs> yeah. of you as well. Just they're filled with chewing gum. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's
1: sake. Michael and I are just, we had the same bus, I think. Uh, no,
2: yeah, <laughs> me too. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying it, but I also have been on that bus.
1: Oh, oh dear. God. Why are they all
0: like that? You, don't, don't, you know. don't get buses like that anymore unless you go for, like, a private hire. I, no seatbelts either. Oh, no, yeah. no well, you seat don't belt. need seatbelts. Nah, nah, nah. Our buses have got USB any. ports and everything. Jesus, I miss the That's good crazy. old days of Why dusty seats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you get a bus with a TV and a VHS player
2: <laughs> Oh, yeah. And you get to That's watch, good. like, a slightly grainy version of, like, A Bug's Life or something. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, and sometimes the, the cool kids would just stand up. Yeah. Yes. Like, like Mid journey and just like be stood in the aisle. Yeah. And there's that the brave corners. kid, who goes to like the pop up windows that pop up at the front and the back. You know, in the oh in the roof, uh-huh. and they just stand up mid bus <laughs> journey and they just go wham and just like slam <laughs> it open and you see the bus driver glaring. Yeah. In the mirror in the mirror. No, bus driver's not a job I think I could do. I, I don't know.
2: No. I feel like no. one cry, Certainly one screaming not child. A bus driver. No. Like no. That fuck that job fuck it fuck anyway God.
1: Prince Charles on the metro yes mm. it's quite funny watching him come down the escalator really slowly though, yeah isn't it?
2: no he walked didn't he did he yeah oh, God, well he maybe he visited more than one station but I I saw him I, I kind of remember thinking at the time like oh look at that he's he's setting an example or something I don't know <laughs> he's probably been told now don't don't go down the escalator because that will look bad
1: you'll be named. You'll be memed. I <laughs> yeah. thought he was going to do the Mister Bean thing, where he just gets to the top <laughs> and just doesn't realise it's ended. there for a
2: while. <laughs>
1: uh, Excellent. Well, should we start the podcast? Yeah. Go on then.
2: Yeah, yeah. let's do it. <laughs>
1: Everybody and welcome to Podiat, the official vidiots podcast. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three R's where everybody brings A, a thing, thing along, along to, to talk, talk about. about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. How you doing, guys? Ooh. Doing great.
2: Yeah, you're yeah, yeah,
0: great. Yeah, you're doing great, oh, yeah. Michael, yeah. You doing great? Oh, i'm doing absolutely bloody fantastic wow oh, great absolutely fantastic <laughs> oh, actually, I you lie no i'm in constant pain but it's, it's all <laughs> what good have you done oh. what have you done silly boy silly boy i was as as i do ro- rolling down the, the the nearest hill on my, on my skateboard being they good, see just, him rolling
2: they hate him oh they man do.
0: Do. people do, yeah. stop and they're like wow who's that rad man and They're I, trying to catch you riding dirty, Michael. That's well, he did. That's the problem. <laughs> yes, he did I did get ride. caught riding dirty. Yeah, mm. my wheels got caught riding dirty. I got flung like several feet into the air. <sighs> and I landed like with like I landed on my torso, but with my like a clenched fist. I got a clenched fist. Oh, that's not very good Dave impression. <laughs> Clenching your fists. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. And I landed with my clenched fist on my rib and just... <laughs> Oh, and then oh, you pu- you punched your own rib exactly. And then I, I <laughs> and then because I'm a silly boy, I kept skateboarding. And I did the same fall t- two more times afterwards. Oh, in... <laughs> two more times. I've had a great
2: fall twice, three I times. Re-
0: really want my ribs to be smashed to smithereens. <laughs> What's wrong with you, it's Johnson? just dust now. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. but we, oh, we, Mikey, we live on. We live on. It's all part of the fun, right? Not being Is able it? to sleep. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, what if you say so.
0: Yeah, it's fun Ben, it's fun. Is it? I keep telling myself yes. One day, what up if you true, say right? so. <laughs> how are you both doing? Are you, bo- are you yeah. both Are you how are your ribs? Are you are you all intact?
1: <laughs> Welcome to My- Rib Talk. Well, <laughs> What a fucking incredible <laughs> beginning to this podcast, <laughs> huh? What a high octane thrill ride! The Aww. reason
2: Mikey's asked that is because I've had bad ribs or a bad rib recently, just from like moving rib. furniture. There you. Go. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh. Your ribs are right, then Yeah,
1: how are your ribs? Would it be? Would it make the conversation a bit more interesting if I said, uh, I don't know? Put, put a little bit of mystery in Ooh, oh, yeah, mystery maybe. ribs. Yeah. Does that improve things? Yeah. I don't do know. That's, yeah. Tune yeah. in next
2: week to find out.
1: I don't know how my ribs are. You can't mm. see them, how are you supposed to know? Exactly.
2: Ask him. Go and ask.
1: Go <laughs> and ask if you don't believe us. No, my ribs are fine. Nothing to report on the rib front. Good. But... This is, for some reason, apparently a comedy podcast. And we will get to the jokes really soon. Hey, we've had some fun. I'm just pulling everyone's yeah. Leg. We're all having a nice time. Just pulling your ribs. Um, if you. <laughs> stop. How? If you would like to support this tomfoolery financially, you can do, and we super duper appreciate it. You're a wonderful people. You will join Pod Squad if you donate £3 or more, and you get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. You must go to streamlabs.com forward slash podiats donations to do so. Mikey has the first set of names. We begin with Stukalicious
0: Mr. Black. Bartek Hung Curtains Naked, Steven Skodes, Munity, D-Generation Cheggs, Tom... That, wait, can, I, I assume that's a wrestling thing. That's a wrestling D- thing. Oh. X.
1: Oh, oh there, there we go. One.
0: Hey, well done. Hmm. Tommy and Peter, The Wank Engines, Lord Brotovich, Dave Memorabilia Fund, Specky Becky, Momo Beans, Alan Claw, The Head from Art Attack, and Mars Bar. Oh,
2: also... Mm. Oh yeah, here we go. Plop time. (laughs) An egg up Cheggers' nethers. Bot squad. Caroline was Cheggers in drag. Oh no. no. Uh, Decaffeinate in my mouth. (laughs) Stroking Ben's hairy ball bag. Oh dear. Can't think of a name. Bethins is Robin Jane now. Oh, there we Bethins. go. We hey, Robin. Uh, the very generous Pooh who says, that was the name all in one. They called the very generous Pooh who <laughs> nice says. let try. Uh, your Chris Real is beautiful. What? <laughs> Chris? Oh, Chris Rhea.
1: Oh, yeah. It's oh. a capital,
2: capital I. I got oh, mixed up. God. Yeah, your Chris Rhea is beautiful. Prince Beefcakes. Say Sale. Uh, You know it's all about the coom and Adam Pachiti's racist father.
1: Oh, lovely. (laughs) We've also got how X can I Y in this Zed. The very generous Mr. Macca who said, Fallen a bit behind on the podcast, boys, so have a little extra this week. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, sir.
1: Clock expert David BP. Scrambled confused duck. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your car has been crushed into a cube. Oh, no. Oh, it's all in the wrong order. No.
2: (laughs) It's five donations in the wrong order. We read these in reverse just so everyone knows. We
1: we copy them from the the back end of Streamlabs, so they're in... Yeah, they're in... (laughs) chronological order by most recent so let me try from the start you have 30 minutes to move your car you have 10 minutes your car has been impounded your car has been crushed into a cube you have 30 minutes to move your cube Wonderful. fantastic well done. brilliant that's long-term storytelling right there mm. yeah. <laughs> brilliant stuff finn tristam keith jpeg win oh, very, very good good like and the very generous use code lab one, who said, good day, gents, for context on my donation last fortnight, game pervs was a segment on PSR UK episode 12, the live one. Not at all surprised Ben doesn't remember as it was in 2012. <laughs> Keep up the stellar podcast. Big love from down under Swathy underscore mofo. It says I actually do remember that now. Uh, OK, um, that's a long. It's so a long fucking time ago. Twenty twelve. Nearly ten, ten, years ten years ago. Nearly oh, ten years ago. Oh God. How's that and make mental, you feel? <laughs> old. <laughs> yeah. Old and sad. Oh dear. We're all all getting older. <laughs> Thank you, use code lab one. Much appreciated. And that Thank is you. your pod squad for this week. Streamlabs.com forward slash podiates donations to donate for the shout out. Nice. At the beginning of the show. Big yeah. pounds right <laughs> perfect who's got questions peter's I've got, got questions. questions yeah go on peter lay him on us
2: i've got a question here from alex is queer at call me alex on twitter what is one thing you would tell yourself if you went back to just before the first vidiots video was released <laughs> it's a good question oh. alex
0: oh thanks.
2: thanks uh don't do memory cards maybe <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, but memory cards is probably our like longest living series in like the the minds of people yeah. across the globe. <laughs> yeah, people don't say
2: bring back, you know, uh, piece it. of cake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, um,
0: well. Maybe less of that. Hmm.
2: I would either. I think there's two paths to go. You can either like give a piece of advice to perhaps make the channel more successful. Although I really don't know what specific bit of advice could have been at all helpful. I feel like we were kind of doing, other than be boring and do lists, um, you know. Uh, So you could either try and give advice or the other thing you could say is just, this is only going to last 12 months, so just enjoy yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I'm erring on the side of is like, I don't think you can do anything to make this viable within a year's time. So fuck it. Just have fun with it. Do, something, do some wild
1: shit. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's all fine. <laughs>
0: Numbers are meaningless. <laughs>
1: uh, um, I've got a, a, sort of a positive one and a negative one. The negative okay. one would be uh, don't. Renew your lease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And the positive one would be start cooking sooner. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Make more cooking videos. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think Peter's right. We've uh, this is well, this is well trodden ground. It is. Yeah. It's by now. But we did everything we could. <laughs> we had a very <laughs> limited amount of time to get something off the ground, and we did extremely well. Uh. But it wasn't good enough, sadly. Uh, so there's not much we could, I could tell my past self, <coughs> excuse me, or any of us could tell our past selves to really course correct. I don't think.
2: No, not with the not with the time limit of twelve months, which no one well, knew at the time. It was no nine one,
1: months, wasn't it? Really? Well,
2: not, yeah, you're right now but um you know, even from the outset, it's not like anyone knew that it would be that length of time. But equally, mm. you know, I don't know. It just became apparent that like, uh, okay, then maybe this isn't going to work, but. Uh, yeah just enjoy it we were on like oh. reasonable wages except we were living in bristol so you know you yes. spend most of that on rent like it's mm-hmm. we were on mm-hmm. very a, a nice amount of money but not that we were living in luxury we were spending it all on the expensive property oh, in yeah. bristol. i was oh boy
1: to be clear <laughs> i was worse off in bristol than i was in New oh Russia. absolutely yeah <laughs> uh, but <laughs> less what, money
2: where i was going with that was Three times Bristol wages is a lot of money, Mm, you know. And there were three of us on a Bristol wage. And from that perspective, it was sort of never really going to work. It was never going to start paying for itself in that kind of length of time. No, absolutely not. That as a target, to break even (laughs) purely on our wages alone. And that's not even considering the budget of like shows that we used to do. You know, like uh, that's that's, that's a wild amount of money to try and start scraping together. Did You see how YouTube
1: expensive channel. memory cards was. Yes, <laughs> the budget. And my Prove it god, that previous episode we did on Spyro, where we d- dressed up as a as a fairy and in a in a onesie, and we picked up eggs. <laughs>
2: off well, that's the floor. what I mean as well. Like we had all these ideas of like big budget stuff that we would like to do, but we just weren't able to do it because we thought, well, it's going to make the channel even less viable if we start yes. spending. Yeah, like, it's a hard sell, isn't A it? grand on a video. Oh, no, for for mean, months we uh, wanted
0: to buy an audio recorder for the podcast. I was like, oh, this is, this is going to really set us back, isn't it? It was, yeah.
1: in hindsight, without pointing any fingers whatsoever, doomed to fail <laughs> yes. from the from the very beginning. So yes, I suppose, I suppose the the only real advice we could give ourselves was this isn't going to last, so just have a. The nicest year you possibly gonna can yeah. under the circumstances. Yeah, because oh, I don't think we ended up really having much fun.
2: <laughs> I think I, I the content I think is very fun. And when I look back, oh yeah, back on the stuff
1: we made was fun.
2: The st- what we actually did in the office, none
1: know, of like... us were in a particularly brilliant spot that year. I don't want to speak for you, Mikey, but I, I know I, I didn't have a great time. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that yeah,
2: I mean that's the difference. It would be like. <laughs> Have, have as much fun as you can kind of on the job because mm. yeah the, the content creation i thought was you know fantastic it was a lot of fun and, and then you go
1: home
0: and, and we, the void begins
2: oh. yeah <laughs> the ground swallows you up oh, as soon cool. as it turns 5 p.m or whatever it
1: was <laughs> i i look back i know this wasn't the question and we really have spiraled out haven't we I think we the have. <laughs> but a therapist people... could probably read into this <laughs> where this conversation is going. I think
2: people find it interesting, though. Yeah, no, I, th- yeah. I think you're
1: right. They do, but um, yeah, it, it's just it was an interesting year where we got to do pretty much what we wanted, albeit you know with no real budget. Um, yeah, and it's just yeah, it was it was always going to end that way, I think. And it's yeah. just I. I look back on that year fondly, as I put more time between then and now. <laughs> yes, right, yeah. Yeah. because I forget the, I I start to forget the the less fun stuff. Yeah, and all I can look at is Michael nearly asphyxiating on his own laughter. When yeah, exactly. That like Little Britain DVD <laughs> game. Yeah.
2: It's a bit like how things in in history get erased because there's no record of it. Like, you know, there's no record of, like, various pre-Roman countries because the people who mm. lived there didn't write anything down <laughs> and it's that kind of thing where like yeah vidiots that's that's where we spent an entire year laughing isn't it isn't yes. it <laughs> isn't it because on. there's no evidence to the contrary <laughs> <laughs> yeah. apart from like a video where I say I'm going to be working remotely and a video where we say Peter's killed channel. vidiots a video where <laughs> the three of us say the channel will be you know winding down in three months time Those are the only two little bits of evidence, really, that things aren't going well.
1: (laughs) It's such a fascinating sort of year in like, it's all there on the internet. There's just 12 months of videos that starts (laughs) off slowly, ramps up to a lot of really weird shit, and then just slowly winds down. And then it's Mm. just podiers after that. And anyone at any time... In the future, as long as YouTube exists, can go and just experience one yeah, year's worth. That's of the funny thing: three idiots going kind of mad and then losing their jobs at the end of it. Yeah,
2: people as will tell us, oh, like, "Yeah, I discovered idiots, and I've just watched the years worth of content. I just I've been slowly worked my way through it, and yeah, you know, now I'm at now I'm at triple jump. Or now I'm watching Mikey's, you know, Twitter content and stuff. You know, and that,
0: if we yeah. literally are a TV show that got cancelled after the first season. Yeah, that's our
1: legacy. <laughs> All of us went through growth and change. Yeah, and you know, it really was. I know we say jokingly that it was sort of children's TV, but we can say cunt. <laughs> yes, but you know, d- 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 ignoring the fact that. It's lots of different shows in lots of separate videos. It really was just sort of a, a season, season one of a variety show that never went anywhere, yeah. <laughs> yes. but for yeah. some reason built an audience in that time. People who actually liked it, which was nice, I and sometimes who will think remember that it fondly.
2: When I see like a, a clip on Twitter of Dick and Dom in the bungalow, which the algorithm shows me whenever, <laughs> whenever there's a clip of Dick and Dom, it shows it to me. Uh, I sometimes think like in that show in those recordings they're in their like their mid-20s they're younger yeah. than we were and sometimes i watch that and i'm like oh man imagine doing that in your 20s like just having that job and then i do sort of think like all right the budget was very much different but videos mm. you know we kind of had something like that with videos and that's something to be proud of and something to like look back on fondly and think you know like we were in our 20s and we had 12 months of like Making genuinely entertaining content, and I really mm-hmm. like as well. Actually, when you go back and watch a video, to video seeing the the tell your friends clips at the beginning, yeah, like yeah. seeing all these different so people,
0: so many of those,
1: yeah, yeah. we had so many we never used as well because we just mm. ran ran out of employment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ran out of time uh, to make videos. Oops, no wage.
2: <laughs> but you're seeing all the people that you know the content touched as well is is a nice thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And we so did many good.
1: People that was so long ago now. Three entire years. And, oh mm. god, it just keeps and getting um, further and further away. I'm twenty nine now. Peter's twenty nine. So we were Peter and I were sort of in our mid twenties. I think Mikey was slap bang in his mid twenties. Mm.
0: Yes, yes. So,
1: yeah. Oh, that was my it's, first yeah, my first time like actually like properly
0: moving moving out as well. That was fun. Oh yeah, boy. Yeah. yeah. Big big thing, big thing.
2: And he's still yeah. down there now?
0: I'm still down I've, I've stuck mm-hmm. a You can't can't get rid of me.
1: No. Well. Uh, Peter and I ran away
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, famously gave up and uh, <laughs> now we're up here well in um, hindsight I'm sorry to have started our comedy podcast with that topic
1: But uh, yeah. well, I mean I've got a thing that could bring us right back up not that that was a sad conversation
2: it wasn't but it's it's a, it's, it's not a it wasn't a comedy conversation it was a more no, I suppose a frank not. forthright oh yeah this is how things were yeah. Francis conversation yes, mm. yes. Uh, yeah. Go on then, Ben. Give thing? us a thing. Okay,
1: yeah. well, here's my thing. It's is it The Onion or is it real oh. time? I've got five news stories here. Some of them might be real, some of them might be from satirical news website The Onion. It's up to you guys to decide which is real and which is fake. Are you ready? Oh, yes. boy, am I. I'm going to go headline by headline. First headline. Daniel Craig says he goes to gay bars to avoid fights at straight venues. (laughs) Oh, I love
0: just referring to places as straight venues. What is and isn't a straight venue in in the pantheon of places? Is Starbucks a straight venue? (laughs) I don't know.
1: I genuinely don't know. I've I've got... What I'll do is I'll go through all of them and then I'll cycle back through and then you can decide. Okay. Next one. Man waves down officer just to slap him in the face. Okay. Pizza Hut hits back after Dinah's complaint about its sexualized tomato sauce bottle. My God. Okay. Uh City Repairs Curb reported damaged twenty-eight years ago, <laughs> sixteen years earlier than scheduled. What <laughs> oh my God. And finally, Good Samaritan who helped Stranger fix bicycle realized it was his own stolen bike.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) So first up. Now, I
2: I should say one of these five I know. So Mikey, you might want to go first on all of them.
1: Okay, um, fair, yeah.
2: Until we get to the one that I know, which may be number one or number five. I'm not saying.
1: Okay, okay. Okay, so first up, Daniel Craig says he goes to gay bars to avoid fights at straight venues. I totally,
0: totally see that as being completely true. I can just see someone... Some drunked up, coked up idiot, locking eyes with Daniel Craig in a dark club, and just going over, like ah, oh, he James Bond, eh? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Like that's a that's a scenario I can so entirely see. So I'm going to say that's a
2: really a real one. Well, this is the one that I know. It's real.
1: Hey, there we go. It is real. <laughs> If you enjoyed straight venues, get ready for the subtitle. Bonstar <laughs> says he dislikes the aggression of hetero spaces, and gay bars were a good place to meet women.
2: Oh,
0: fantastic!
2: Heteros I don't know spaces. any of the others from this point on, just so you know, so, so we can.
0: Imagine if you marketed a bar as a hetero-only space. Hetero oh. space.
1: Can you imagine the people in it? good god
0: oh, yeah. my, oh my god I, yeah gay, gay bars fine like that that all makes sense but it's a hetero space is the funniest concept ever is just a bunch of gammons <laughs>
1: yeah
2: <laughs> where should yeah. we go tonight or oh, could we go to the uh the hetero only space so that we're not going to run into any gay people <laughs> yeah all right fine if, oh, if fine. that's what you want yeah do us all a favor just corral yourself in the gammon bar, Just go would you like gammon? any? Mi- I'm going
1: to take you to a gammon bar.
0: <laughs> gammon bar, gammon bar. Would you uh, like any mixer with your vodka? No, I like it
1: straight. Mm. <laughs> oh, awful. very good. Yes. Yes. the yes. actor revealed he liked to frequent gay bars to avoid the aggressive dick swinging of hetero spaces, <laughs> which that is doesn't a great, sound
0: very hetero, <laughs>
1: greatly <that> ironic. <laughs> yeah, sounds,
2: sounds a bit gay, but you know, whatever. <laughs>
1: I've been going to gay bars for as long as I can remember, Craig said on the podcast Lunch with Bruce, which is apparently a podcast. One of the reasons, because I don't get into fights in gay bars that often, which implies that he still gets into fights in gay bars. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, dear. Um, Yeah. Anyway, there's that one. I'm just reading the article now because there's some brilliant quotes in there. He just just, Yeah. Ridiculous. Anyway, uh, next one. Man waves down officer just to slap him in the face. (sighs)
2: <sighs> what is I the think, I think it could be an edited onion one here or oh, I don't know I'm going to say onion but it's difficult
0: I can see it happening I did read a, read a news article earlier of a, um, there's a terminally ill man who mooned a speed camera and he was um, surprised when the police came to his house and arrested him for it oh god <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this this is a whole other kettle of fish I'm 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 going to
1: I'm going to say it's an onion it's real Oh. A Uchita Parish man has been accused of slapping a Monroe police officer unprovoked. According to an arrest report, it happened in the 1800 block of Grammont Street in the ninth, uh, on the night of October the 24th. Uh, a Monroe police officer said he was driving through when Troy Davis waved him down. The officer wrote that Davis approached the driver's side window, said, what's up, man, and then slapped the officer in the face. <laughs> Davis followed that up with oh. fuck the police as he began walking away, the officer uh. reported. Wowie, <laughs> Davis was promptly arrested and booked on a felony charge. So there we go. Unsurprisingly, fuck around and find out, and he found out. He just walked away, though. What an idiot! <laughs> Not great. Not, Not great. No. Next one. Pizza Hut hits back after diners' complaint about its sexualized tomato sauce bottle.
2: Uh, I think this has got to be the onion, and it's probably like almost like a meme that like that i'm unaware of that the the sauce bottle is a bit sexy and they've just (laughs) written an article about it
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna go with truth and say that maybe there was like a a limited time promotion where maybe there's a new film coming out and they had had a bottle in the shape of like i don't know the main character or something it came out a bit sexy or something
1: i I want it to be real anyway just and see a picture of this bottle this is real. Yes! Um, but it's far, it's not what you will expect at all. Okay. Aww. Diner Adrian Shan complained last month about a tomato sauce bottle's wording he believed to be too sexual for the family friendly restaurant. Oh. <laughs> so here we go. Adrian okay. Shan last month slammed Pizza Hut following a dining experience at its Hull, England outlet, where he likened its tomato sauce label to an app for swingers. Mr. What? Shan was unhappy what? with the bottle sticker, which read Shake, Squeeze, and Squirt. It's oh, not innocent in on. my eyes. The barbecue sauce one said squeeze, but the ketchup one said said that. It put me off using it. It literally <laughs> sounds like an app for swingers, the thirty-one year old said. Thirty-one year old. The fuck is wrong with this guy? Let me send you uh. a photo. F- Do you want to see the, the sexy ketchup? yeah please copy image address i'm gonna need one of you to i'm, go- I'm going to, I'm to like,
0: hetero dominoes they don't have this kind of nonsense <laughs> there <laughs> a real hetero space doesn't yeah, that make I... you
1: sick look at that tomato oh, bottle.
0: oh god squirt that,
1: <laughs> that is disgusting I look i know agree. squirt is a is a pornographic sexual term but you really there's you have to make a yeah. real logical leap of logic there to, to yeah. make that a bad thing yeah,
0: that's that's yeah, absolutely. a real leap. What an absolute! He slammed them on Twitter. I bet, I bet he did. All he did was he, he
1: put a tweet up, didn't he? Oh God, what a what a Gibbon! What well, a gibbon. he he becomes more Gibbon-like. Oh um, no! <laughs> so, in an email raising his issue with the company, shared with Hull Daily Mail, Mister Shan asked for a full refund and demanded that Pizza <laughs> Hut rebrand its sexualized tomato sauce. Uh, he re- he requested a refund for the pizza, drinks and chips he bought, claiming the sight of the sauce bottle turns my stomach. Um, There was (sighs) a spokesperson for Pizza Hut who replied uh, and said, this has been the labelling of all ketchup bottles in our restaurants for some time now, and I can only apologise if this impacted the enjoyment of your meal. Uh, Mr Shan was not satisfied with the explanation, however, and has (laughs) reportedly raised the matter with his local MP. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. The lengths people go to it get a free pizza. My God. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking madness. Next up, City Repairs Curb reported damaged 28 years ago, 16 years earlier than scheduled.
2: Oh, um... <sighs> the go- fact that it's scheduled to be fixed in 16 years... <laughs> is what makes me question whether this is real. Uh, I'm going to say this has got to be the onion, based yeah. on that.
0: I'm going to go onion as well. I get a picture, uh, something slightly less extreme I could see happening, but that time frame is way off, dude.
1: It's another real one. What? We go to Canada now. <laughs> um I'm just going to read you the, the, he- the, sort of the subheader, because it explains everything. Uh, target date had been set for 2037... To repair curb damaged by snow removal machine in 1993.
2: What? How has that happened? Is I that a typo? I don't know. That's real. <laughs> no, but I mean, have have they have they typoed it and said oh, this I needs don't to be? Know. I
0: don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's someone's last day and it's like let's make like a big pile of work for whoever's here in 50 years' time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Calvin <laughs> Hawley successfully gets curb repaired, but it took still took close to 28 years to complete the work.
0: Wow. And it wasn't
1: that's due amazing. for another sixteen. Look at that. Ridiculous. Getting shit done. Well done, Manitoba. Proud of you. But, mm.
0: that's it. If you if you set like a really, really far off deadline, you finish it early, it makes you look really good. So that's like he's, true. Yeah, it's it's like maybe had like a, an objective that year at work to deliver everything like fifty cent quicker than before. So, well, I've done it, I've, I've delivered it with such a margin. My God, and you got a promotion. Yeah. He's the so current celebrated. mayor
2: can, when they're like running for a re-election, can say, I've done so much for, for this area. Yep. I mm. made sure that this road was fixed 16 years <laughs> early. <laughs> uh, it's a way to really boost your campaign. Definitely. I love for him.
1: Uh, the last one, a good Samaritan who helped stranger fix bicycle, realized it was his own stolen bike.
2: That seems like it could be real. Yeah, I'll say that's real.
0: Well, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna go opposite and say onion, just because I feel like no. When you get a bike stolen like that, that bike's ingrained in your mind forever. I feel like they'd know, but I could be wrong.
1: So I'm gonna say onion. It's a clean sweep of real. Wow, oh, what a it's week. a real one. Uh, Jordan Devlin, 64, stopped to repair the handlebars of the bicycle that Paul Harty, 46, had earlier taken from his shed in Glasgow's Drum Chapel on June the 18th, 2021.
2: He's like, do you need a hand? I've got one of these.
1: <laughs> Mr Devlin was able to identify the bike as his own mid-repair due to distinctive stickers and helmet attached to it. He then remarked, that's mine, before chasing the thief down the street.
0: Oh my God.
1: Oh, that's amazing. That's hey, brilliant. you got it back though. That's been a good smart did. Pays off payers off. The guy got charged as well, so there we are. Oh, hey. um, he's round. been jailed for fifteen months. Whoa. Apparently. So don't don't go stealing bicycles. Don't do it. Don't go Jason Waterfalls either. <laughs> no, don't go. And that's my thing. Oh
2: fantastic. What a week. Thank all you very real. Much.
1: Unbelievable.
2: Thank you. What, what a, a thing. thing. What a thing. Uh, it's time for a question. This is from Tommy the Wank Engine at Triggerly Eyed Tea, who says, uh, "You get to have one item from fiction to display on your mantelpiece. What do Ooh. you choose?" I think we might have done, you know, things like what, what would you, you know, like? Oh, I'd like to have Bernard's watch so I could freeze time. But no, 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 oh, no. No, no. Look, but don't touch. Put on your mantelpiece. So, what, what would you like just to own, just to? Put out there oh oh yes. man
0: oh, i really have to think about this one this is a good and as well
2: from anywhere in fiction oh what would you have peter oh i mean even i'm not entirely sure uh there's so much there's so much scope you know if it was like video games it would narrow it down or if it was you know from movies yeah. narrow it down but uh Maybe, maybe like a, a a certain lightsaber or something, you know, it. like a Star Wars lightsaber. I, but then I knew it. <laughs> you know, you can get replicas of those very easily, and it, I don't think it would make much difference to me whether it was the real one or not. So, even then, I don't know if that is actually my answer.
1: Mm, that's my concern uh, as well. Is that anything I could that comes quickly to mind? You can quite easily buy replicas yeah. of anyway. <laughs> And I don't know if I want a functioning lightsaber or infinity gauntlet. <laughs> my, yeah. My <laughs> well, mentally. yeah, I thought you might
2: say infinity gauntlet. But yeah, yeah. Um, maybe maybe something that is literally just as an art piece. Maybe I would have Mr. Bean's Whistler's Mother that he has at the end of the film. <laughs> oh, you that's know, that a fantastic shout. <laughs> <laughs> that he's <laughs> taken home. The one that he's <laughs> drawn the face on.
0: Oh, that that is stupendous. I'm a big fan of that, yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> Um,
1: oh my god! What about from it's always if I were to go the art route as well, maybe the maybe the original Hitler that was in It's Always Sunny in <laughs> Philadelphia of oh, the okay. <laughs> German Shepherd or whatever it was
2: yes. that they have. Okay, uh,
0: the, yeah. the uh, painting of the
1: German Shepherd is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's it. But again, Arguably. I don't know. I'm really stumped. I don't know what I don't know what I'd want.
2: When you, when I read the question, I was like, oh, that's an interesting question. But you're right. Like When you, suddenly, when you think about it, you realize, well, if I wanted that, I, why don't I already have it? I, can, I could buy one of those <laughs> yeah. now.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Ash Ketchum's Pokeball from Pokemon the Movie 2000. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Again, something I could buy relatively inexpensively. <laughs> but maybe it's got a real Pokemon in
2: it well yeah I was going to say maybe maybe the thing is it's like it's not the prop that was used or a replica of it it's mm. it's the one and you can tell your friend tell your friends you can tell your friends <laughs> no no that's the real it's been pulled out of fiction mm. and it's there on my mantelpiece
1: you can only view it from a certain angle because it's 2D
2: yeah <laughs> yeah no it's like a video game to, always facing the front one of those 2D oh, assets it follows a you 3D around the world <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> oh, that's
0: great
2: Hmm. mikey what would you
0: like i'm honestly i am struggling here i'm like scrolling through my film library as well trying to figure out what i've got my best so far i would really like this is going into just the prop territory but uh the bit of the cricket bat from uh sean the dead like oh. in its oh yeah. condition i'd I really love to have that hanging above the mantelpiece that would look fantastic
1: mm-hmm.
0: but again yeah, that's I, cool. I have in the past made a, a replicate of that very prop i don't know maybe 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 Maybe, maybe just that. Don't have to be fancy. I just want, I just want a nice little baseball, uh, cricket bat above my, above my fireplace. Mm-hmm. You can have your infinity stones and all that. I'm gonna, am gonna have a weapon.
1: Well, you were playing with your infinity stones. I was, <laughs> I was using, admiring my killing zombies bat. with my cricket bat.
2: <laughs> I would like the taxidermized remains of Marley from Marley and Me. Oh
1: no! <laughs> oh. <laughs> The power to make anyone cry within five seconds of entering your house. I would like the yeah. un <laughs> remains of Marley from Molly and Me. Oh.
2: So Jesus. Gross. <laughs> well, I think we should have a thing with that image firmly in our yeah, minds. Yeah, think
1: about that. You think
2: about Goopy that. Goopy Milo. Yeah. Uh, Mikey, would you like to go first or second?
0: I'm happy to go first. Okay,
2: off oh. you go. If you stare
0: into the abyss long enough, the abyss will stare back at you. No. Or in this case, it'll fart back at you. Farts, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever considered what secrets your behind holds? Your bot bot (laughs) could even hold the key to your future. Welcome to the world of Rumpology the art of bottom reading. <laughs> oh, so, good. Uh, good. So I, I found out about this lovely art form uh, the other week. And so I'm going to give you a brief overview and just the art and the science behind Rumpology, if you don't mind.
2: Fantastic. So, I would love Getting like ready that.
0: for lots of bum talk and bum pictures. Hey. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. So Rumpology is the art of reading the lines, crevices, dimples, warts, moles, and folds on a client's
2: rump. Blimey. Think,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a hell of a bum you've got there. There's it's, a lot going on. Busy, with that- it's a busy bum. <laughs> with that bum there, <laughs> you could you could draw a lot from that arse. Think of it like palmistry. It serves the same purpose. It's just using a different part of the body to to draw the information from, if you will. Hmm. The reader will tell the client a few things about themselves, and and then in return they'll be told what the future holds for them. Rompology as a term was coined by the one and only Jackie Stallone. Yes, mother of Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) Right. This is coming from a pedigree. (laughs) She purports that it was practiced in the ancient times by the Babylonians, the Indians, the ancient Greeks, and the Romans. This is quite clearly some serious, serious business.
2: I think Jackie just wants an excuse to look at people's bombs.
0: <laughs> oh boy, you do get a look at some yeah, well, we'll get into we'll get into that because oh boy, there's a whole thing there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Supposedly, the act was mostly lost to the sands of time over the decades, but um Jackie was one of the people who helped bring it back to the forefront, and now I'm doing the same as she did, and I'm helping spread the good word to a wider audience. Uh, so they, I'm going to read basically the entire homepage of her website because it's fantastic. <laughs> it's it's okay. Oh, I, I couldn't I couldn't make it better myself. Rumpology is sometimes called butt reading in modern parlance. It is the art of reading the lines, crevices, dimples, and folds of the buttocks to divine the individual's character and gain an understanding of what has occurred in the past and to get a prediction of the future. And I'm just about to send over a very historical image for you all to enjoy. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. So that's... Okay, look at that. I've just sent over an example of an ancient quote-unquote rump print, uh, which is... (laughs) Oh dear, well, we'll get into it. Ancient rump reading was done when the seeker covered his or her derriere with henna dye and sat on a medium, such as papyrus, to leave an impression. Much like a fingerprint, palm, or footprint, such prints are highly individ- individualistic, as no two people share the same markings.
2: Did <laughs> so so they yeah. teach that in forensics? When <laughs> <laughs> so you
0: check into a police station, can we get a rump print? Please?
2: <laughs> <laughs> they get the they get the rump books out, which is just pages and pages and pages, <laughs> pages of arse cheeks comparing. Uh,
0: dear. Yeah, there's a lovely illustration on the website of a of a bum on a bit of henna. <laughs> I mean not henna, a, a bit of papyrus. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Thanks for that, Jackie. Jackie has discovered that the left cheek reveals a person's past, and the right cheek reveals a person's future. The right but the right buttox represents the left cerebral hemisphere of the brain, while the left buttox represents the right hemisphere, which is confusing, but apparently that's how it works. Similar to Palmistry. And wh- where, the, where the left palm re- represents the past, the right palm represents the future. A rump report from Jackie can tell you whether you are going ass backwards or eyes into the future. But there's even more. The crack. The glutal cleft, as it's officially called. <laughs> I didn't know that that was what it was called. It's great. <laughs> I've been asked many times about the gluteal cleft. It is more oh, than. <laughs> it is possibly
2: more... the only person who has ever said that sincerely in the in the human history.
1: Fucking cakes, down. Let's have a look at your gluteal cleft.
0: Uh, my phone's off the hook. Everyone wants to know about the cleft. It is more than an advertising sign for plumbers, teens, and non-conformists. She writes, <laughs> "It has real significance." No. It is a natural part of the human body and of vital importance. It represents the division between the yin and the yang, the good and the bad, the light and the darkness, between your past and your future. Which is quite poetic, I
2: think. I've your noticed... past. Do you think she looks at the gluteal cleft and says, Ah, I see you've had a shit recently. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she can read from it, <laughs> whether well, you've shit recently.
0: Oh, dear my Oh god! I've noticed in my years of rumpology reading that it often has characteristics of personality. This is, I think, my favourite bit of the whole thing. Many bankers' clefts are very short, <laughs> while lawyers are very long. Oh, wow. so, so lawyers have long arses apparently. People <laughs> people, oh god! It can also vary in width, with politicians seemingly extra wide and cops notoriously narrow <laughs> she is just this is just such bullshit <laughs> it's amazing oh, my uh, god. Sh- she finishes the home page with have you had a look in the mirror t- mirror recently at yours <laughs> oh my god uh, but wait there is more there is more so I've sadly uh jackie did die a couple of years ago so this service is no longer on offer but um oh. for a period of time You too could have had your rump red. Well, you could have had you could have showed off your bum to a kind of famous lady for just a mere six hundred dollars. Oh boy! And for that, that's a full reading of dollars. Yeah. Well, that's that's the deluxe package. Um, If you if you if you you, on a on a on a budget, um, you can pay just to have one of the cheeks done or just the (laughs) cleft done. So, (laughs) I feel like if you're going to get your your bum red, you go all in on that. You don't half arse it. Hey. 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 Oh, very good. Oh, it's very nice.
1: good. Oh. It's nice. You've got to read both sides, obviously. Otherwise, what would be the point, huh? You'd get yeah, an incomplete yeah. reading.
2: Does Jackie yeah, have exactly. to, Well, I mean, she doesn't offer it anymore, but when she's only doing one cheek, does she have to sort of shut her eyes a little bit and make sure she doesn't look <laughs> at the other
1: one?
0: <laughs> yeah, she's not yeah, maybe maybe like she makes gets you go makes you go onto the uh, office scanner, but when you do the left cheek maybe <laughs> uh she claimed to predict the outcome of presidential elections and Oscar awards by reading the bottoms of her two pet Doberman pinches. No, so
1: th- what? this isn't
0: this isn't this isn't a delegate just a just a human arses. She also reads the asses of dogs. No, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a good thought, isn't it? <laughs> and um, those
2: I- dogs' asses. Had the result of the presidential
0: <laughs> election. <on them. laughs> uh, uh, I found an article from 2001 about the matter. Uh, but Jackie also specializes in canine consultations. Just this week, in fact, Jackie told the New York Post that her two Dobermans apparently forecast the George W. Bush presidency, also predicting that Chocolate, the film, will take the Oscar for best picture. Uh, newsflash, it didn't take best picture. Oh, that year. no. <laughs> Weird. But. The Pooches are also reportedly predicting that Steven Soderbergh, Julia Roberts, Kate Hudson, and Russell Crowe will all win Oscars this year. And she was right for everyone except for Kate Hudson. So it's like, that's kind of like a 50 50 success ratio, about the same as guessing. So why yeah. not? That's One the, cheek the, the, is better than
2: the other, perhaps. It's <laughs> clearly doing true. Good.
0: Uh, however,. Mama Mama Stallone's dogs say a certain castaway is barking up the wrong tree. If he thinks he's going to take home a hefty gold souvenir, Tom Hanks is not going to get it this year, Jackie predicts. And the dogs were right once again. Hanks didn't walk away with an Oscar that year. Um, we get to the point where now I really just want to... I mean, I'm going to show you the website, in particular the uh, examples page. (laughs) So... (laughs) Get ready. I'm not going to put any of this on the Twitter thread, um, because for obvious reasons. But if you scroll down, you get there's on a website. She's got a few example bums for um, you at home to look at. Okay, okay. Okay. And it's it's harrowing scrolling down this gallery of asses. Uh,
2: whereabouts are really we looking? So if you go on, yeah. I can't scroll. Sc- oh god. Yeah, I see him.
1: Oh, you got to scroll on the right. Okay. Yeah, there
2: yeah. it is
0: yeah and they just keep going and so the in here there's like six seven different arses and they all have different captions of you know who they portray like a hollywood
1: gigolo oh you a don't jewish think a princess. male action hero movie star is her son do you
0: <laughs> i really hope not because that's the oh, God. worst one <laughs> oh, God, that's that's like that's a oh, that's an image you see before you die that's a really jewish not princess
2: good. a fortune 500 ceo just loads of bombs. Why?
1: <laughs> I am... Mm, I'm not going to reverse image search any of these asses for obvious reasons. But I have a sneaking suspicion that if I did, I would find it n- yes. numerous places around the internet.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Imagine if you sent in your, your arse to Jackie and, like, a couple of months later you go on the website and find it just displayed on the website for everyone to see. <laughs> oh, that would be so humiliating, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh. My favorite bit of this is like mostly they're all just kind of naked bums, but um, there's one for a male gold digger which I th- it's got like a dollar sign photoshopped onto it. Maybe, maybe is like to pretend that it's a tattoo or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite clearly just been superimposed on, but yeah, there's a lot of hairy bot bots in there. Uh, so I highly recommend it. Sadly, the website's not up, but um, if you go to Jackleinstalon stallone.com on the the way back machine. You'll get you'll get a lovely tour of this website, and yep. it's 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 a real treat. I highly recommend it.
2: And wow. you too can turn around f- feeling scared, going, "No, mum, it's a podcast thing." I was listening to mum. <laughs> mum, shut the door. <laughs> don't come in. No, mum, don't come in. It's for a video. It's rumpology, <laughs> mom no mum. It's just Jackie Stallone, Mum.
0: <laughs> it's fine, son of Sylvester. You she couldn't do any wrong, right? Son yeah. of Sylvester.
2: Did you just
1: say? Sorry, <laughs> yeah. wow. I
0: really wow, mother of Sylvester. I did a proper whoopsie there. Yeah, but, yeah that's that's my little foray into the world of rumpology. It's wow,
1: thank you. Absolutely great. amazing. Thank you, man.
0: I, I I really wanted to like try and find like an actual guide on how to read a rump hoping there'd be some guidance but obviously much like palm reading is fucking fucking, you make it up on the spot with what you know about the client oh actually wait no we're not done yet i'm just remembering one sentence which actually does give a little bit of insight into the practice uh hold on yeah so there was um so jackie wasn't the only rumpologist there was a german blind rumpologist named ulf buck um he said that an apple-shaped, muscular bottom indicates someone who is charismatic, dynamic, very confident, and often creative. A person who enjoys life. And a pear-shaped bottom suggests someone very steadfast, patient, and down-to-earth. And, yeah, so so that's, I mean, that's about as much as um, is publicly available on How to Read an Arse. So, wow. to do with that as you wish. Do wonder how do you, you think can, we train?
2: can I mean, you talk about reverse image search, Ben. Do you think there's a way, I mean, Dave Benson Phillips... And I quote, <laughs> says, a lot of famous asses have sat on this toilet seat. Oh, do you think there's some kind of fingerprinting method we can do? And get <laughs> carbon
1: dating. Car-bum- some dating. carbon
2: dating and get uh, the, the fortunes <laughs> of some Car-bum- famous people. We don't know who, but we might be able to work it out.
0: Well, I was, maybe Well, maybe I'll find, I think there's still a few rumpologists around. And oh, God, this is weird, but we do have that picture of Dave's, ar- Dave's arse from that time he oh, tweeted no, it. <laughs>
1: rumpologist <laughs> oh,
2: near me yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <Hang on. laughs> near me uh, there's oh, a video the website. a rumpologist reading kim kardashian's bottom oh look at that oh psychic sam the uk's only rumpologist
2: <laughs> the uk's only <laughs>
1: wow oh yeah psychic sam clairvoyant psychic sam has found nationwide fame as the uk's only rumpologist, which means she can take readings from people from people's rear ends how much is it do you think should we find out yeah i'm
0: i'm on a website right now trying to figure that out i, I might email to- her and ask
1: yeah i think you should if someone yeah. needs a bum reading it's you michael
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> I, I really want to see oh god all right i'll send an email and i'll let you know how i get on with that
2: there's some real occupational hazards being a bum reader for people for certain people you know mikey's bum reader really needs to take some precautions (laughs) (laughs) there's gonna be a lot of
1: accidental farts in rumpology yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's all part of it though isn't it yes oh
2: dear wow thank you michael (laughs) That's Thank I you, I Mikey. Know. That was fascinating. Absolutely. For-acinating. For-acinating. Fascinating. 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 <laughs> um, right. We've got a question here from um, from Darius Owen Canning at Darius Canning, who says, What dinner do you miss from living with your parents? Is Ooh. there some recipe or dish they made you that you just can't replicate? Just never oh. quite as good as Mama? Thank you, (laughs) Darius. Nice. Um, I mean, everyone... I was saying today, actually, at the office, that everyone's mums make the best roast potatoes. Yes, they do. Don't they? Um, You know, it doesn't matter. I've asked my mum how she makes roast potatoes, and it doesn't matter if I follow it to the letter. It's not the same. No. It's that mother's
0: touch. Mm, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I would say roast dinner... If that wasn't mm-hmm. so obvious, because I haven't had a roast dinner since Christmas dinner last year. Oh, um, really? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't make them for myself and didn't get well, no, to see do family I, but... for most of this year. And even now, it's not that well, often. Yeah. So. That's true. Yeah.
2: Oh. Yeah. We, I sometimes get to have a roast dinner when I do visit home and mm-hmm. don't have to wait for Christmas. But um, And actually, we have made roast dinner once or twice here. But, you know, I know from when I lived alone... You would not make a roast dinner for one person.
1: Fuck, yeah. fucking millennials. Am I right? Killing, yeah. killing roast dinners because they can't be With arsed. Their avocado toast because <laughs> we so don't have three hours on a Sunday to prepare them. <laughs> we're too busy working twelve jobs. <laughs> fucking yeah. dickheads,
2: and not being able to buy portions for one person. <laughs> yeah, that's always a pain in the ass, isn't it? Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, I could walk into a Toby Carvery tomorrow and have a roast dinner. Yeah,
2: even yes. so. But it would not be as good as mamas. Wouldn't be
1: as good as mamas. Um, I've got one actually. It's a um, my mum used to make it quite a lot when I lived at home. It was like a prawn curry with uh, f- with spinach, and it was oh, yeah. really good, really nice. I used to have it quite often, and it's um, making my mouth water just thinking about it.
2: It's nice. I, my mum does a good prawn curry as well. Like, it's like a Thai curry. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, it's
1: something. Oh. Like that. I mean, mm. don't get me wrong. If my mum were to give me the recipe, I would never make it. But no, yes. I do miss it. <laughs> yeah. And in a similar
0: vein, I mean, this is something I could very, very easily make myself. But mince and dumplings. Ooh. It's its oh, just yeah. not not in my repertoire of dishes I make. But it's, I mean, it's easy as hell to make. It's just mince in a sauce with um dumpling dough. Cook it up for a little while. Bam. That's it. That's, that's all it is. But I've just never bothered to make it since moving out. And oh. I think about it quite often as well.
2: Nice. Sometimes it's just, I think it tastes nicer if someone's made it for you as well. Like, I know some people say, oh, it tastes nicer if you make it yourself because, you know, you've got the satisfaction. But like, there's something, when I make a steak for myself, when I cook a steak for myself, it's just like, it's, it's nice, it's fine. And that doesn't happen very often, I hasten to add. I'm not buying steak every When
1: week, it's steak but, day. <laughs> uh, when
2: it's steak day. Every other day is steak day in this house. But, you know, on the odd occasion I might, you know, might be on offer or something, I have a steak. I don't think it's as good as how my mum does it. But all she does is, like, put it in a pan the same as me and maybe puts a bit of you know, pepper on it or whatever. But sometimes it's nicer just to, like, you know, be at home at your parents' kitchen table and, you know, she says, here you go, I've made, made this for you. And, oh, mum, you don't have to do that. Thanks very much. And you eat that. And it's just nicer than the one that I made at home the same way yeah
1: um, no i totally agree as someone who makes all of his own meals it's nowhere near as exciting or enjoyable i i was recently at uh, my grandparents house and there was oven pizza made and it was you know it was just oven pizza it's mm. so much nicer than any pizza i've had recently <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the best pizza i've ever had it was incredible
0: you just th- free of the worry of the cleanup afterwards yeah it not- just I- I-
1: arrives
0: the food brought to you what a what a revelation mm. I'm realizing yeah. now that my entire diet, I've like tailored my diet so that there's as little washing up as possible afterwards. So pretty yeah. much all my dishes, dishes are made in one pot or pan and that's it. <laughs> so I just got kind of dump everything in there, make it work and bam, there we go. Wow. I'm really depriving myself of some wonderful things here because of my laziness. Oh. Well,
2: we'll be doing that next year. Like One of the things that Amy wants for Christmas is this book about, it's just like you get one of those big ceramic roasting tins and it's Ooh. just a whole book of recipes of stuff where you just put everything in the tin and put it in the oven, and because we also don't want to wash up, yeah, so screw that. that's what we're gonna do. Lovely. Um to yeah.
0: steal some recipes from that. I have never, never tried like a one roast, a one dish roast. That sounds yeah. Divine. I mean,
2: it's not all like roast dinner, but it's like roasted, you know, roasted veg and like oh, you know, roasted everything is good. Yeah, just mm. like sausages or oh you know,
1: sausages, yeah, fucking love those little chicken fillets. Chicken fillets, oh. Oh, yeah, roast oh, oh, those oh, two. Oh. Come, Come on, on. good. Yeah. Is there is there a thing in there? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a thing, nice roasted. Stick it all in the pan. Mm. Roasted, roast roast yeah,
1: very nice. Minimal cleanup. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've got a book here that I've been wanting to read excerpts from for some time. In that, whenever Mikey tells us a story about a weird historical character, I'm like, oh yeah, I've got a book of of some weird historical characters that I should I should really bring along to talk about at some point. <laughs> this is a book called Queer Folk. Um, yes. It was published. It was published in uh, 1977. Okay. So right. Get get an idea of what it means by queer folk in that sense. Um, it's the little subheading underneath a comicality of Yorkshire characters.
0: Oh my god! Yes.
2: <laughs> so it's really just a book about the phrase "there's nought so queer as folk," which I assume you guys are, have heard, but not maybe. Our international audience may not have done. It's uh, new to me. Oh, okay. Well, it's a, it's a, I guess a northern Yorkism. phrase, given that the word "nout" is in there, which means nothing. <laughs> yes. it means that. It just means it takes all sorts, you know. Um, just means people are weird, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gotcha. This book is by Maurice Colbeck, and as I say, it was published in 1977. One character here I'm going to read to you about. Um, is under the the little subtitle, A Dropout for Love. Okay. Okay. Going to learn all about an eccentric character. One of the most eccentric individuals that ever lived. So wrote a 19th century pamphleteer of William Sharp, who lived, if indeed lived is the word, on a farm in the parish of Keithley until his death in 1856 at the age of 79. He had spent the preceding 50 years in bed... After a disappointment in love. Oh my god. Oh, wow. During much of his self imposed incarceration, he rarely said a sensible word or spoke a coherent sentence. But just before his death, he uttered five words which surely summarise his pathetic story <laughs> Poor Bill. Poor Bill Sharp. And then he died. Oh.
0: Oh my God, oh. Jesus,
1: Bill. <laughs> Fucking
2: hell. Sorry.
0: Plenty more fish in... I guess maybe the, the saying plenty more fish in the sea wasn't invented back then, so you just... Maybe not in 18. just oh, fuck it, that's it. <laughs> that's it.
2: He was the son of a small farmer, apparently,
1: <laughs> oh. and
2: worsted manufacturer who was himself a singular character. It's a bit, as I say, written in the 70s, a bit hard to read sometimes. He lived at the strangely named... World's, one of two farms, the other one was called Sheep Holes, bought from the profits of his business. World's was set on a hill a mile and a half above above Keithley, with a view of Rombald's Moor rising beyond. An avenue of trees shadowed the lane which was the only approach to this house that must have struck a chill in the heart of anyone curious enough to approach it, as indeed many were to be. William's father, perhaps because he was miserly, was one uh, was was far from poor, and so fair game for those less affluent. Old three laps, they called him, because when his tailor complained that the cloth sharp had given him to make a suit would not run the usual four coat tails, he stammered characteristically, "Well, m m, mark it with three laps, or anyway." i don't know what I don't know what that means, <laughs> okay. uh, and poor Bill, his son, though he may have done nothing to deserve it, inherited the nickname along with some of his father's other strange habits, which included peeping from behind walls at visitors to the house while out shooting over his grounds as if he feared to be seen and involved in the expense of entertaining. <laughs> Uh, but here we go. This is where we, we learn the love story. Young Bill, too, was fond of shooting until he found an even greater pleasure in the person of Mary Smith, who lived at Bottoms Farm in the neighbouring valley of Newshome Dean. Yeah, I wonder if did. you could read the fortune with a bit of rumpology. of Bottoms <laughs> Farm. Possibly. Uh, Mary and Bill were soon courting strong, and when the result of their attachment arrived in the form of a son, it was decided that the sooner they married, the better. In fact, they would have been married long before, if only old Three Laps had made up his mind to give Bill what Mary's father considered a decent marriage settlement. As it was, the two men met again and again to discuss the arrangements, and always the girl's father found himself frustrated by the stinginess of Three Laps, as the latter's tailor had been. Perhaps the baby was meant by the couple to force Bill's father's hand. If so, they were disappointed. Nothing, not even the arrival of a grandchild, it seemed, could soften the heart of three laps. But perhaps Mary's father deserves some share of the blame. He could be stubborn too, and at last his patience wore out, Uh, and he vowed that Mary should never marry the son of such a skinflint. "'Poor Mary,' it says. "'Somehow she could not bring herself to break the news to Bill, "'or perhaps she did and he just couldn't accept it. "'At any rate, at Keithley Parish Church, on the day appointed, "'he waited for his bride in vain.' "'Oh, no, Bill.' "'When he at last realised that Mary would never come to marry him, "'he returned home and soon after went to bed for good. "'In a ground-floor room at the back of the house, "'a mere nine feet square and paved with damp flags,' He was to lie for almost fifty years. The fire smoked so badly that it could hardly ever be lit. And here, with a useless clock for company, Bill passed his days, never speaking and hiding beneath the bedclothes from those who intruded on his misery.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, but what a wet wipe! Get over it. How are we? <laughs> <laughs> nah, not having that. Get
2: out Busy there, Bill.
1: Yorkshire, grit man. I know. How
2: of Yorkshire. How no doubt his father thought that a few days of self-imposed solitude would cure him. It didn't. Bill had gone to bed, and there he would stay, a, quote, dropout for love. If ever a man earned fame the easy way, it was Bill Sharp. Courting couples out for a walk would visit World's Farm just for a peep at him. And if they were well-behaved and civil, the woman appointed as his keeper would persuade Bill, by coaxing him and patting him on the back as if he were a pet dog, to emerge from beneath the sheets and show himself to his admirers. I see.
1: He was a curiosity. Oh, God.
2: He was, yeah. It's not the only person in this book who ends up like that. Um, Yeah, it's strange. Visitors not favoured enough to be admitted would quietly walk to the rear of the house and peer cautiously through the tiny square window, which was his only source of light and which was never opened in nearly 40 years. Oh Unless he saw them and darted immediately beneath the bedclothes, they might catch him at his favourite occupation, shooting with an imaginary gun at the peewits <laughs> circling above the moor.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> he's not well, is he? Like, he's, he's not. Just... I mean,
2: really, yeah, really, if you just consider it like that. He's just a mentally ill man, which is unfortunate because back then they they just thought, well, well, we'll let the courting couples come and have a look at him, I suppose.
0: Let's have a peep at the man who does nothing but stay in bed. Isn't that interesting? Is, yeah. People must have to really go out of the way to see this as well. It's like, probably people came from like, walk out
1: half an hour, right? Let's go. This is a big Sunday walk. see the bed man. Yeah. Let's go, let's go let's see the sad, sad man.
2: Shooting the birds with his ghost gun. <laughs> Years passed. The couples who had peeped at him while out courting eventually married themselves. Their children grew up, and they too, while taking the air, would visit worlds for a glimpse of three laps, now white-headed and white-bearded, and with a leg permanently bent through his habit of lying with one knee raised. Otherwise, he appeared to be as healthy as his appetite, for though unrequited love may have sent Bill to bed, it never made him pine.' As an earlier writer said, his mind, manners and feelings seemed to disappear altogether, while his stomach seemed to acquire additional strength. (laughs) Not until five days before Bill's death did his appetite fail. A certain numbness appeared in his limbs, but even then, though he was now 79 years old, those closest to him could not believe that the end was near, and their confidence increased when Bill, almost as if he could think of something to live for, rallied. Then, suddenly, the night before his death, he weakened. At four in the morning on March the 3rd, 1856, sorry, he said, Poor Bill, poor Bill Sharp, and died. Did he, in these last moments, regret the waste of nearly 50 years in bed, or was the utterance simply provoked by the same self-pity that had kept him there, says the author? (laughs) Me. They buried Bill four days later at Keithley before a crowd which thronged both church and graveyard. Because of his size and his bent leg, his coffin was an oak chest two feet four inches deep. With Bill inside, it weighed about 480 pounds, and eight men were needed to lower it with ropes into the grave. Poor Bill indeed a comic figure to his contemporaries, he would no doubt be seen today as a victim of reactive depression. Oh, so the book does say. Um, What did he think of of as he lay in his moorland prison, listening to the wind and the rain beating on his little window? And what did his lost love, Mary, think of him? That we shall never know.
1: So he went into self-imposed exile when he was 29.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Mad. And lived never. there until he was 79. He never came
1: out apart from to shoot the invisible beasties.
2: <laughs> well, he did that from his bed. Oh, okay, so he didn't even do that. No, he just would get his invisible gun and point it out the window uh, by I, his bed and say bang, or not say bang, because he didn't speak.
0: <laughs> we laugh, but what else are you going to do in the 1800s and you're bed bound? Like... Uh-huh, At some point, yeah. you're going to make up some games to play yourself. Why not shoot some invisible things? Yeah. Oh, dear. Wow, Strange that's one. quite harrowing, actually. Jesus. It is.
2: I mean, this book is It's usually these kind of wild eccentrics who a lot of them were very wealthy. You know, they, they had like stately homes and they had like cheaters on their land and there was like a guy who went out to India and wrestled a python and stuff. But that was like one of the shorter ones. Um, and I'm only thinking I might have to, like, come up with a slightly abridged version of some future ones. If I bring any more of these people, like, there, there's some really interesting characters in here that are probably slightly less depressing stories. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they're they're just, uh, some of them are quite quite beefy and I didn't want to go on for too long. So that was uh, a shorter oh, one. That I'm I a big was...
0: fan. I absolutely adore wow. this. This is, yeah, this is good fun.
1: Really interesting. Thank you, Peter. You're welcome. Um, Poor Bill. Poor Bill. Bill. Poor Bill. (laughs) Uh, That's it. We we did it. We did did it. it. We did Um, the podiots. Thank you for the questions, Peter. You're welcome. Thank you for answering And thank you to everybody else as well for submitting the questions. Would you guys uh, like to know what happened on vidiots three years ago this next fortnight? Yes, Yes, please. Well... I'm not ready, so why don't we talk about PodSquad? If you go to streamlabs.com forward slash poddy, it's donations and donate £3 or more. You can get a shout-out at the beginning and the end of the show. We'll super-duper appreciate it. Mikey is going to kick us off right now. Stukalicious,
0: Mr. Black. Bartek hung curtains naked. Stephen Cheg Chegmunity, D-Generation Chegs. Tommy and Peter, the Wank Engines. Lord Brotovich, Dave Memorabilia Fund, Specky Becky, Momo Beans, Alan Claw, The Head from Art Attack and Mars Bar.
2: Also, oh yeah, here we go, plop time, an egg up Cheggers' nethers, bot squad, Caroline was Cheggers in drag, decaffeinating my mouth, stroking Ben's hairy ball bag, ah I can't think of a name... Bethins is Robin Jane now a very generous poo who says your Chris rear is beautiful prince beefcakes sell. you know it's all about the coom and adam Pacitti's racist father
1: and we also have how x can i y in this z the very generous mr macca thank you so much clock expert david bp scrambled confused duck you have oh god here we go again. Uh, you have 30 minutes to move your car. You have 10 minutes. Your car has been impounded. Your car has been crushed into a cube. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Finn Tristram, Keith J Pegwin, and the equally very generous use code Lab One. Thank you very much to all of you. That's your pod squad for this week. Once again, three pounds or more for a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. Streamlabs.com forward slash Podiat's donations. I'm ready now. Stay. What came out. Uh, Of course, we've got the same day this episode releases Worst Games Ever Miami Vice. I'm in trouble, Tubbs. Poddy, it's episode 21, Honey Linears. Remember that? Oh, I do. Talking about the Honey Linears? Mm -hmm. We split the sausage. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we didn't
2: split the sausage that quick, did we? This is... We're in November, bud. Oh, we are, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I was shocked by that. I was like, oh, wait, yeah, it's... Odd. I moved out of Bristol at the end of November. Yeah, this is the I end I thought we times. didn't...
2: When did we When did we publish the video yeah, saying Vidiots is changing? I thought uh, that
1: was like... That was a little bit before. 3rd of November, We've already had the it? penultimate tat. Vidiots is changing was November the 3rd.
0: God, we I didn't can... even really get a full year out of it, did we? Because January nope. we didn't do anything.
2: <laughs> no. <Nope>. I always <laughs> imagine Vidiots is changing coming out like late summer or like well kind of mid autumn maybe not late summer but uh i always yeah. forget it's, it's that late I so think yeah we, we did split the sausage very yeah that's the <laughs> yes, thing we, we yes. knew a lot sooner um yeah we knew like about nine months.
1: we tried our best to spin it in <laughs> yeah. like the most positive light possible which didn't work <laughs> so there we are worst games ever the legend of spyro the eternal night oh yeah Uh, The infamous Vidiot's live Twitch stream Fallout 76 disaster where we streamed the main menu and we were for quite a while the most viewed Fallout 76 stream on Twitch because the servers were down and everyone else was trying to get in (laughs) and we were apparently streaming it.
0: Yeah, that's... That's, I, at the time, I didn't really know much about Twitch. And, like, someone in the office came over like, yeah, you had, like, thousands of views. I was like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, I didn't it was realize really like, weird. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it how big a deal that was at the time. <laughs> we were just well, drinking and two. answering
1: questions, weren't we? Oh. That was it. Yeah. Oh. The Red Dead Redemption 2 horse cliff diving challenge for a piece of cake. <laughs> that oh. was a pretty brutal one, wasn't it?
2: It was. My mum didn't like that one. <laughs> Did she oh. not? Oh, no.
1: How, how weird. <laughs> uh... Pokemon, Let's Go, Eevee. We did a video about that. Eevee seems interested in your mom. You remember the meme? Yeah, Yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? Didn't we all enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Um, And finally, worst games ever: Biker Mice from Mars. That was the final. That was where we probably the worst emulator issues we've ever had in a while. Oh
2: yeah, with the weird like kind of imprinted shapes. Yeah, yeah, it it wasn't good
1: uh i tell you what the next couple of episodes are going to be really sad because it's just going to be it's <laughs> oh, just going to be like three occasional worst games <laughs> yeah, ever. yeah that's it we're really winding down now i mean it's tweet us at video official which i will promote properly in a second if you would like us to from february or whenever we started just do it again just go through yeah, the yeah i think we should just go around again forever uh, because i don't think we started right at the beginning of the year last
2: time yeah anyway. when did you start no, even if we did we should just always do this yes. okay <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll make it a habit i should really just print out a screenshot or something and just that'll be way easier anyway there we go um com. there's a store isn't there michael there's a store a, there is a store, and in that store is some lovely, lovely
0: viddy. merch we've got. Ooh. We've got hoodie. We've got mug. We've we've got two mugs, and we've got shirts. What an absolute bounty. And uh, that's it, because we don't have a discount code anymore. <laughs> well, discount codes don't exist anymore on the website. Oh, they're gone. Uh, oh. Yeah, so it's a blanket new thing. So... Um, if you want to get some money off, you've got to keep your eye on the Yog's Twitter now, where occasionally they'll do like big special discounts across the site, like free shipping internationally and all that good stuff. So it probably works out a bit better if you find it at the right time, but sadly, no longer do we have a code. So uh oh. cool. That <laughs> it feels weird ending this out saying and use code VIDIAT to check out. I mean, you can probably try it, it might still work. <laughs> yeah, would surprise <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, it
1: probably will work. You never know. Uh, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all.com forward slash official. Uh, we also have twitch.tv forward slash official. Uh, we've done Streamlabs. We've done what's on vidiots this week. Mikey, where are you on the internet?
0: At Paraboy on Twitter is the best way to find me. That's where I put all of my gubbins. Um, and Gubin. at Paraboy on Twitch. Okay, I haven't streamed in months, but as as the winter nights start getting dark and the weather starts getting worse, I anticipate I will be streaming again some point soon. Sorry for the hiatus, everybody.
1: Tings happen. Things do happen. And Things Peter, do. where where are
2: we? Uh we are over at Team Triple Jump on YouTube and Twitch where we're putting out all kinds of content. Rules Boss is over there. I remember that guy. He's still hanging oh, out. remember him. Um, we're also individually on social media at Confused underscore Dude and at That Peter... I nearly forgot. That Peter Austin <laughs> on Twitter fantastic
1: why not leave us an itunes review or, or a oh my mouth what is happening or a review slash rating on your platform of choice it helps something to do with algorithms if you give us five stars i mean that's really the only rating that matters yeah uh, so do that thanks yeah <laughs> thanks don't so give us a
2: rating if you're not going to give us five yeah
1: don't yeah. do that don't do that even though uh, there's five yeah.
0: options it's a pass or a fail essentially if you yeah, don't get exactly. five the middle the ones are
1: pointless you either hate it or you love it so come yes. on love us love us do we have a final question before we disappear for the audience to answer? Ooh,
2: um, they might know what piece of um fictional prop or real item should be on our mantelpieces. Mm. yeah they might have a much better answer than we did. yeah, yeah. let us know. let us know.
1: Well, yes. wonderful. thanks so much for listening, everybody. We will catch you again next time. We are closing in on crimble timbles as we call it in the industry Uh, let me have a look so we got next fortnight's episode will be the 23rd no the 30th and then we got the 14th so likely our final episode will be on the 14th out of thought and then we'll take a little break so you have got two more episodes before the end of the year and then we'll be back in January but we'll let you know next episode what's going on yeah right look after yourself everyone We'll take care Well, bye
2: bye then bye
1: bye